Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton. And as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say queens rule, but they don't. Queens lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. They're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Queen's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton, and we are so excited today to have Faith Ann Basoro, a good friend of mine, and uh, lucky to have her in my community. She is the owner of Window Cleaning Plus OKC, and she is a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, and so much more. Welcome, Faith Ann. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for being here, rather. Thanks for letting um, me have this opportunity to talk to you. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to what we can talk about. All right. Well, let's get started. Who is Faith Ann? Well, um, Faith Ann is a wife, mother, um, child of God, um, business owner. Uh, Faith Ann is quiet, but uh, in, when, in situations where she's really comfortable, then she can talk a lot, but (laughs) not, not real outgoing unless, um, you know, uh, she's just in that zone of, of talking and, and, and then we'll switch over to the first person. I mean, I do like to talk about my business. I get so excited. I like to talk about my family. I enjoy my family a, a, a lot and my church. I did learn that about you really early on when we first met. I've been blessed to know Faith Van, Faith Ann for probably just over a year now, maybe. And she's very quiet, but there's a bulldog hiding inside there <laughs> when she gets fired up about something. So tell the audience, tell us about, about how you came to be the owner of Window Cleaning Plus. What were you doing before and what was the decision that, that got you to do that? Yeah, so my brother had started a window cleaning business uh, several years ago, probably 12 years ago, and he'd been going at it. Um, It was doing well. And at the time, um, about four years into that, he was getting a lot of work to do bigger jobs that involve rope work and dangling off of buildings. (laughs) He had as he, he only had as his help, my son and my niece. So, and neither one of them could drive. And so he had asked my husband to help him out because he had to be in two places. He couldn't divide his time. And so my husband took them out on the route and and Levi, my brother said, you don't have to do anything, just drive them because neither one of them could drive. And they were both homeschooled. So they were, he was using them, you know, mutually benefiting everybody. They were getting the part-time jobs and he was using them. And when he came home that day, he said, you know, your brother really has a really good thing going here. This window cleaning is really neat. And neither one of us had even considered window cleaning as a profession before. It's just something Levi was doing. And I said, well, that's really cool. I'm, I'm glad that things are working out well for him. And I'm glad it's, it's helpful to have my son have this job. And a month later, um, Levi came over to our home and said, would you like to buy the route? And And what were you two doing at that time? So at the time, um, my husband was mowing lawns full time and I was homeschooled. I was in the, in the 
throes of homeschooling where that was kind of all I was doing because I, I was doing it for four kids at the time. So, wow. um, and my husband had wanted um, in January of that year, this was around June, um, to be self-employed. And so he had already kind of jumped off of the corporate uh, ship and, and was delving into self-employment. But I think that one day where he had taken the kids around and saw the, how different it was that from lawn mowing, um, he, he liked it and we both thought it was good. And, and we didn't really know at the time when we decided to buy the route, if, if, if that was gonna bleed over into the lawn care. I mean, we still kept the lawns, but we only kept what we could handle. And then it just, over time, it just became more and more apparent that the window cleaning was going to be better than lawns. And yeah. A lot of reasons, but um, and then I didn't really step into the business until about two years into it, very, very slowly, just taking on more and more responsibility. And the main thing that I really enjoyed when I, when I started stepping up in to help was talking to other business owners, networking. That's where I thought, this is really fun. I, I like doing this. And then I just gradually started doing more and more. And as the, my kids were getting older. So it was a nice transition because they weren't requiring as much of me so that I could kind of switch gears and focus more on the business. Yeah. So, so what did that, uh, what did that look like going from, uh, sounds like he kind of went from self-employment to like owning a whole business, which is different, right? It is. I, and, and I tell people, you know, we didn't know what we didn't know. I mean, we didn't, we just kind of jumped in and didn't realize all the things that could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Oh, well, I mean, you can, you can lose money on a job. You can, um, your employees can get hurt. You can be sued. You can, um, you can not have business. You know, it, and we've always had real steady, steady work ever since we bought. Well, and, and one thing that could have happened is in that transition from Levi to my husband, we could have lost a bunch of accounts. They could have said, mm -hmm. well, I, I don't want to do this. So, you know, you're not Levi. And it didn't happen. And we, you know, it could have, those things happen all the time, but it, it just didn't. And we just kept steadily building on it. And, um, you know, kudos to my husband who had to learn, like he had to learn a whole bunch all at one time. He had to learn how to window clean, but then he also had to learn how to be a business owner in a very short amount of time. But, you know, he, he puts everything that he uh, has into every job to make it, to make it right and to make the clients happy. And he, he even came up with some improvements in, in the way that they were doing the work. So he's, he's done a wonderful, superb job of, of being out there in the field doing it. So tell us what it's been like to, to go from being a homeschool mom, full-time mother, and into being a business owner. What, what types of hats have you had to, to wear and what, kind of, what hats have you learned to take off and put on to someone else? I know that's a big struggle that most of us to nap. Well, this year, you know, I took off a huge hat this year and I'm 
I'm glad I did. You know, I took, we put our daughter who's 14 in school and that's, she's the very first, she's my youngest and she's the one that, um, is the only one that has gone to school. So I took that hat off gladly. <laughs> uh <-huh>. Woo! <laughs> but I've put on many, many other hats and I've been thinking about, you know, what I'd like to talk about today. And one thing that, um, when I first started going around to more chamber events and my BNI networking group, which has been a huge help for me to grow the business and wonderful people. And I, I would get very overwhelmed when I, when I would hear about all the services that everyone else was offering that I needed, but you can't, you can't just hire everybody you need right away. Right. Right. But, I'm really glad that there has been a very slow and steady. I mean, steady is the word that I think about with Window Cleaning Plus as far as our business, that, that learning how to have a schedule, to have clients who count on you and to execute a route that is both commercially and residentially uh, involved, that steadiness was what we, what I needed to, to learn and to get good at. And I'm glad that the, our, that our resources were limited for so long because I would have said, okay, well, I need all these ads, I need Google ads and I need, I need all this advertising and I need all, you know, and I need to hire 15 people um, before first knowing how to execute just a basic schedule. And I'm telling you what, if you, you promise to be at a restaurant weekly to clean their windows. That is no small thing. I mean, it's yeah. a huge deal. And it, well, it's just a, it's just a window cleaner. I mean, you come once a month, once a week or whatever. No, it's a big deal. It, there's just so many things that ha that need to be thought about and to please people and to, to be worth the value that you're, that you're asking them to write you a check and, uh, you have to just, you have to have time. I mean, the only thing you can do sometimes is just get through each day, but then that, that culminates into a skill, into a competency that then you can, then when it's time, you know, you have the resources to add on little by little and to do more things, you're ready and you're not you're not trying too early to do too much without first having that real solid foundation of just getting all the tools back each day. <laughs> We're just it, getting the people lined up, getting the, the, the software lined up to, so that you are, you're staying on top of, you know, where your truck is or where your trucks are. All of that is, is it's, it doesn't feel very glamorous but it's really important to learn how to do well. And it's harder than it looks. Anybody oh, yeah. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's super hard. So what I hear you saying is jump in and just start doing, first of all, figure that out, create a process or a system, right. execute the hell out of that system until you perfect it and then hire someone to replace you in that system. Right. Is yeah. that pretty well? I mean, it's easy as that, right? <laughs> and I think that, you know, you just have to, you have to really don't get too down on yourself. Um, I was just down. On, I was pretty um, frustrated with 
where we were as a company and and I'm learning you know this year I'm really learning about how all the seeds that we were planting all these years it's really um, paying off and I've had some great coaching too you know about processes and you just you just got to make sure you're giving yourself enough credit for the the day-to-day executing because really there's not very many people can do that and and way to go if if you're in business and you have happy clients (laughs) way to go you right yeah it's tough I mean it's so hard to to develop something from scratch right it's one thing to buy a system and use someone else's processes but when you're doing it on your own those day-to-day it seems very like a trudge to get through it. I love that you're celebrating the small wins and like, Hey, that client didn't fire us today. We got all our equipment. We have our, you know, the little wins matter so much. And you don't really think about that when you're starting off. Cause you just see this long-term vision down the highway somewhere. Right. It's important to celebrate. And we as COVID, um, we had so many commercial business owners say, yes, I, I'm hiring you now because I don't know what happened to my window cleaner. And it's just, mm. it's tough to, like, it, it makes me, the thing that from the very beginning that we always strive to do was to show up on time consistently. And I never really thought of that as a virtue or something to be proud of. But now I'm seeing, and, and we have failed too. I mean, we have dropped the ball on some accounts that we, but but oh, but we're doing more good than we're doing bad. So but I'm thinking, wow, it's, there's just something to the consistency and the steadiness. And you're not, not trying to be too flashy and, and to go after bigger things that you can actually handle. And there's, there's dignity in the small jobs that sustain you. Yes. I love that you're giving us permission to not be perfect. Because I know for me, my personality, I want to know every step that's going to happen going forward before something launches, before I'm ready to do something or announce something that you're just saying, get in there, do it. You hear that the 80% rule. And of course, you never want to disappoint that 20%, but we're imperfect. We are people running businesses and that's an imperfect process for all of us. (laughs) Right. And there's even things that you'll mess up that you never would even think that you'd mess up and you mess them up, but it's, it's nuts. And you have to have to have a way to continue to move forward with messing things up that are just the simplest of things. And you have to kind of mentally have a way to say, well, like you're saying, we're not perfect. And, and it's a way it's opportunity to learn. Okay. Right. How are we going to get the tools in the truck every, you know, how are we, and how are we going to keep our employees motivated? Um, there's, there's struggles a lot. Yeah. This is the down and dirty of business that people don't think about. Like, did we gather up all our stuff at this job? Like people are not thinking about the struggles that you have when they're thinking about hiring you to clean their windows. They're just like, oh, well, she's going to come Their Staff's going to clean the windows. They're going to be beautiful, but you've got all this behind the scenes that you've got to figure out a way through while that's all happening out there. Right. That's so hard. Yeah. I know that you, you mentioned to me the other day, just in conversation that, uh, 
Of course, window cleaning plus has been around for several years now. You're well known around the Moore and Norman South Oklahoma City area, but more often than not, when someone's talking about window cleaning plus, they're talking about Faith Ann and your names are synonymous. Why do you think that is? Oh, that's, it's kind of hard. You know, I don't want to, I don't, well, I know that when I talk to people, um, well, I know how I'm feeling. And so that must be coming across that I'm so proud of this business. I'm, and I'm so grateful for it. First of all, it, it really kind of landed in our lap. Um, and then we, you know, it's hard work to keep maintain it, but we, we were very fortunate to latch onto something that was pretty, uh, that was significant. Um, but maybe the, that, uh, it, it's just that excitement and pr the, the pride of, of this business. I remember the first time that Dave cleaned a window, like cleaned a window in my house. It, that was, it was a, probably a year before that even happened. I mean, not that I wasn't asking him to, it's just, he just decided to do it. And I looked through the glass and I'm like, this, this is what you do. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Well, you can't even tell there's glass there. He's like, yeah. And I, I just didn't have any idea that that is how clean the windows can look most of the time, you know, as long as there's no imperfections or whatever or stuff in between the panes. So when I'm talking to people, I just, I know what they could have when they're talking to me. And, and, I'm, and I'm talking more recently, I'm talking to people who are really having a hard time getting contractors to show up at their, at their job, at their house. They'll mm -hmm. call and they'll say they'll come by or they don't, or they just don't return phone calls. And I know that that's not a, the case with us. So it's exciting to say, to even say, I know what's, what could happen if you hire us to clean your windows. And I'm also, you know, very interested in helping you too with your business and just business, small business. I love it. I love that we can, um, we can have that opportunity. I, I just don't take it for granted. And so maybe that's why people can sense that excitement. Yeah, it's it's not something that we think about every day, like getting getting our window, especially at home. So tell us a little bit about the services. I mean, who do you serve? I know small businesses and residential residences, but but tell us a little bit more about the value that you bring to a business and a home with the service. Okay, yeah. With a with a business what the value is that curb appeal. And I talk about this so much when I'm talking to other business owners in, especially in networking meetings and things is you business owner, a, you know, you have a, you provide a valuable service, but if when they walk up into your building, if what you're showing them is not the quality is the same as what you are, if, if you're that doctor or that lawyer or that CPA or anything, then maybe if it, that doesn't look the same, then there's just a tiny little bit of questioning. And it may even be subconscious in, in as the person walks up to your building. So what you want is, is you want everything to look as nice as it can, because it tells the client something good is inside here. Mm -hmm. And then it showcases it, uh, like you talk about being a hero. It allows you to be the hero especially for places where cleanliness is real important. So like restaurants and maybe dental offices, veterinarian clinics, you want the thing, you want 
people to have a sense that it's clean because that mm -hmm. directly affects their experience. So I tell business owners, you, you are not going to be as good at doing that as I am. And not me personally, but you know, my, my team is going to be better at, at cleaning these windows than you are. And you're good at what you do. So you do what you do and hire us to do the rest of it, because then you're just, it's just, it's a good, it's a win-win for you because of the value of what you're doing for your clients as they walk through the door. Mm -hmm. For um, homes, um, the main, the main thing that we, the main value that we're bringing there is we're doing that job that they can't do very well. They may be able to do it, but either they don't have the time or um, they just physically can't reach that second story window and clean it like we can. So we're, we are doing that for them. Um, and we're, if, if you were going to clean your windows, like in your, in your own house, it'd probably take you several stop and starts. Maybe you clean four and then you got to make dinner and then maybe two, that was such an awful experience that you're not going to do it again for another week or two. And then you're going to clean <laughs> three of them. And then the dog's going to mess up the one you just did. And so for us, you know, in and out an hour or two, it's all done. It's like, we, cause we have the process, you know, we know what we're doing. So that's the value. And then we also um, work with realtors to help get the listings ready to sell. That's a big thing. Um, when you're, when you're trying, if maybe you have a house that isn't moving as fast as you want, you want to say, well, what can I do? What's something else I can do to really make this house pop? Then we would be the, a good thing to consider. Window cleaning would be good to consider if you're trying to move a house and, and then, and of course, then the realtor has the benefit of the professionalism and the, we're going to get in and out. We're not going to delay. We're not going to cause headaches for you in and out and professional. They don't have to worry that we're going to mess up the property or cause delays. And that for realtors, I know is, is important because there's so many moving yes. products in the cell of a house. The last thing you want to do is worry about your window cleaner messing something up or being a problem. Yeah, for sure. I know I, I've spoken with so many realtors that say, you know, instead of giving something like a carpet allowance, you should replace the carpet because people are visual. And when we, I know for me, when I walk up to a pizza place, if there's greasy little kid fingers, I mean, I am going to turn around and walk away. I'm not going to go in there and eat because just like what you said, well, how clean are their ovens? How clean are their pans? If they won't even clean what's facing me, What's that look like on the other side? So yeah, hats off to any business owner hiring Window Cleaning Plus to make their storefront look the way it ought to look. Well, thank you. Yeah, we we, we like it. I mean, we, we feel like we're providing that service and trying to make them uh, happy. Um, and I had a restaurant owner tell me, uh, you know, I had a window cleaner, but they would come at night right before we're about to close. And that was a problem. And I, it's just little things like that, you know, for restaurants, we, we we're in and out before they even open. So they don't even have to worry about us being in the way or little things like that, that we try to provide so that they just, they can do what they do best. We can do what we do without any disruption to their business. Yeah. And bring them more business by making it a beautiful place to enter. Yes. Yes. Have you, um, <clears throat> pardon me, um, I know you are also very involved with your church here. Yes, 
Yeah, we, we attend a church in, on the south side of Oklahoma City, um, New Covenant Bible Church. So my father is, was the pastor for many, many years. He and another man uh, co-pastored together. And then when he passed away, um, we've had some different elders. And now my brother-in-law teaches. And so oh, we nice. enjoy that. So my sister, um, our family, my, and then our kids uh, attend. My sister's, like my brother-in-law's family attends. So we enjoy that a lot. Keeping it all in the family. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I know you've also been involved uh, in the past with More Faith uh, Medical Clinic right here in Moore as well. Right, yeah. What did that look like? A few years ago, they did a um, fundraiser that I helped with. Um, So they provide free medical care to people in Moore who don't have health insurance. So, um, and it was started by a church um, and I'm sorry that I can't remember the name of the church, right? Emmaus, I think it's Emmaus. Oh, okay, yeah. As, an, as a ministry. And so they have clinic uh, on Thursday nights, maybe one more night a week. Um, and then we have, um, they ask for volunteers to come and provide food for the nurses and the staff. So we've done that uh, one time. And so they're always looking for people to, to bring meals for their staff, but it's, it's a great resource for those who don't have health insurance. And so all the staff that come, they do this after they've already put in their day job hours and they come to the clinic at night and work more um, for these people who don't have health insurance. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Tons of, of nonprofits here in the Moore and Norman area that are so worthy and doing great things. Love to hear that you're involved with that. So, <laughs> pardon me. So tell our listeners, um, give us some tips on maybe those who are thinking about starting their own thing, coming from, you know, maybe their kids are graduating and they're done with doing the homeschool thing, or they've just been thinking about maybe starting a business. What do, what do you say to that, to that woman? Um. <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's hard, but it can be very rewarding. So I would say if you have to understand how to sell and the the product sells itself, no, you got to understand how, how to do that because there is a way to do it and not be grimy and icky. Um, And then, uh, I mean, you have to know how to sell in a way that's not, uh, pushy. Um, you have, oh, I, and you have to understand who, who is going to use your product or service. Mm. And a lot of that comes just from getting out there and doing it, but, but start thinking about that fairly early because everybody isn't going to use your product or service. And you're not, you don't want everyone. There's, there's people that you want and there's people that you don't want. (laughs) And so yeah, the sooner you can hone in on who is it that you're after, the better. Um, and I'd be real careful um, if, if, a, if a young lady or a woman was coming to me and saying, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to borrow $20,000. Yeah, you know, I'd be real careful about going into a lot of debt right away. Um, you don't need the fanciest of everything. I mean, we when we took over the business, I, I'm kidding. I'm not joking about this. We were writing down payments to window cleaning plus on a yellow legal pad. 
Yeah. And then you jumped in and did the thing like without it being perfect. Right. So, I mean, I I would not advise that, but (laughs) you don't don't need the completely wrapped vehicle for, from day one, you don't need um, all the fancy stuff because you have to, you have to figure out one, if, if this is really a thing. And if it's not a thing, it's okay. You know, try, of course, but don't be too hard on yourself if it's not all that's cracked up to be. But if it is a thing, slow and steady and, and really focus on, I need, to, I need to know the best way to deliver what I promise and the best way that doesn't uh, cause too much disruption for me or my employees. You know, there's got to be some things that we can do that, that help everybody you, you can't, there are things that clients want you to do and you just, you have to learn how to say, no, I can't do that. But you, there, there are things you should be able to do. Oh, and then the other thing I was going to say is, um, so part of the networking that I was part of, the weekly BNI group, you know, many of the people were wanting us to clean their windows in their home. And when we bought the route, it didn't have any homes on it. So we had to learn how to do that. And it wasn't comfortable and it wasn't fun, but that accountability. So I would, I would recommend, you know, find some, some people that you have to be accountable to. It's really helpful. And that might not be a networking group, but it's gotta be somebody or a group of people that, you know, you get, you've got knot in your stomach. Like I've got to do a good job that you want that. It's a good thing because that's how you're going to learn and grow. And that's how, that's what saved us through COVID is, is learning how to figure out how to clean the residential windows was what kept us in business because most of our commercial stuff either paused or we lost it altogether. So where would we have been if we hadn't learned how to um, take on a new skill, you know, so to speak? I mean, it's window cleaning, but it's a lot different than commercial. So that yeah. a few things to think about is, is, uh, you don't have to be fancy. Learn how to steadily be able to deliver what you promise and then know who you know who you want. Be specific about who you want, you know, because there and there's plenty of work, there's plenty of business out there for everybody. So don't have a scarcity mindset, have a abundance mindset. There's plenty out there. It's it's just that the people who do it well get 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 the fruit, right? And so that's right. That I have That's to right. you know, strive to really learn how can I be better than my competition? How can I do things well and, and be worth that check they're writing? Because you that's you want to make sure you're worth what they're paying. Yeah. I think I know the answer to why people synonymize your name with Window Cleaning Plus. You said it before, you network a lot, you're out in the community. And you are a woman of integrity. Everywhere you go, you are constantly asking, I hear it all the time. How can I give? How can I give? How can I give? You're not saying you need your windows cleaned. You need your windows cleaned. You need your windows cleaned. You know, getting and solidifying yourself as that person in this community who gives and who is, um, who, who does it with integrity and runs her business with integrity and is constantly striving to find, how do I serve these residential clients when I can't serve commercial? What need am I filling and what need is there? What problem can I solve? And you're constantly reevaluating your processes and that to provide that 
exceptional service. I mean, you can't just say, well, what sets you apart? Well, me, well, of course, everyone's unique, but what really sets you apart? Answering the phone, first of all, showing up on time, it sounds hard, but when you've got every little bit of the business you're trying to work out, it gets tough. So maintaining that is, is really a feather in your cap to be able to, to say you're doing all of that. Yeah, I appreciate that. I I mean, I'm so grateful too. And I've had some great people around me that encouraged me and my family. And uh, I just, I'm very blessed. Very blessed. What what kind of coaching or mentorship? You mentioned some coaches that you've taken. What kind of coaching have you taken that's helped? I have, um, so there's a wonderful lady named Danielle Hamlet with um, Baylet Consulting. I'm man, she's going to kill me, but <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> um, so she, I have done some coaching with her and then, uh, there is a great podcast called sales maven. Um, Nikki Roush with sales maven society sales maven. So it's, it's on the podcast, uh, podcasting apps. Um, she talks about sales and she talks about how to move somebody from the bottom she she calls it a selling staircase and you want to move people through the staircase and each step of the way you're getting permission permission to move to the next step and that's why salespeople that's that icky feeling you get when you feel like you're being pitched is it's it's not the pitch that people are objecting to it's the it's the jump it's Here's my business card. Here's my out of networking. Here's my business card. Interrupting people's conversations to give them your business card, you know, yeah. or not, having absolutely no buying signals, and still pitching, without. So that that's uh, that's been some great coaching, great coaching. Like, and then she also talks about standing in your place of authority. Stand in your. So this is once you do have permission to actually offer and to talk about what you can provide stand in that place of authority and and know you you're gonna so for me for my for instance when I'm talking to that business owner I'm I know what they need so I'm gonna present what they need not not what I think they can afford that's one of the things that she talks about I'm I'm the one who knows what's gonna work best for you now you don't have to take that I mean you you do whatever you're gonna do but but once you get to that place it's kind of helpful to have that confidence that way you're, you don't always feel like your people are doing you a favor, you know? Yeah. You, you can, you've done it long. I've done this long enough that I know that I'm out, I'm actually helping people. So it's, it's helpful to have that mindset. Yes. I love that sales maven, uh, with Nikki, uh, Nikki rush, Roush, Roush. You at, R-A-U-S-C-H, I think. Okay, got it. That sounds like a good one to check out. Uh, Yeah, people don't want to be sold. They want to buy, but they don't want to be sold. Right. It it definitely, I I heard another um, kind of one of my coaches put out just a post uh, yesterday or today that said, um, people can just smell desperation. When you walk into a room expecting something, it's a complete turnoff. But when you stand in your confidence of knowing that you have a product or service that is valuable, valuable to people, but it's not for everyone. Not maybe you live in a home with no windows. 
you don't have a brick and mortar. That is not for everyone, but, but you know who that person is and what you're bringing to the table for them. It gives you that confidence and the ease to not have to cram your your card in their hand. Here you go. It's happened to all of us. Oh, it's happened to all of us. So as kind of uh, what I would consider a master networker, what are your, what are your networking tips? Because but when I came into networking with the BNI groups and chambers of commerce and these things, I came in from the private sector. I was a nurse, then I was retired. And then I'm like, why do I want to go meet these people that I don't know? Like, <laughs> what do I want to talk about my business? They should just come to me. Give some tips to someone who's brand new to networking. Yeah. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, Cause I've learned a lot about oh, that. Yeah. So one thing you can do is talk to the organizer of whoever's putting the event on and what you want to get with them either before, I mean, before, but either maybe the day before or an hour before. And you say, who should I meet? Because they're going to, if they invited you, then the chances are they're going to know a little bit about you. You ask them and the, the, Ladies at the chamber, I tell you what, the more chamber, they did this to me for me countless times. I mean, and I didn't even have to ask them. So, but who should I meet? Oh, you should talk, you know, somebody who's like a physical therapist should meet a massage therapist, you know, or yes. those, those, those uh, businesses that go after the same clients that don't, but they're not competing. And they're probably going to know. And then you just say, would you mind introducing me to them? And that, see, people like when you ask them, people are great to help you in your business. But if you don't know the right question to ask and you don't know what you want, then you're, then now you're burdening them. So if you'll ask specifically for an introduction, I'm happy to introduce anybody to anybody, but I'm not going to market your business for you. I mean, if, if you're not going to be specific, then I can't, then that now I have to think, well, who should, who should know? If you'll ask me, Hey, I'm, I, I would like to get to know a, whatever, a pet groomer would, would work well with a veterinarian. If I know that I'm going to be quick to introduce because, because people like to help other people. It's just that you have to make it really easy for them. You can't yes. make it hard for them because then they're not going to want to do it. You know, they're going right. to lie to you, but um, I would, I would not recommend walking around, passing out your business card. Um, if you're shy, then one thing you can do is go find, find that person who looks like they've got the deer in the headlights go find them. Right. And then you're, you're saying, you know, you're just as scared as I am and, and talk to them. They're going to be so grateful that someone came over to talk to them. Cause that means they didn't have to go seek anybody out. And then you can start talking. Um, I think one of these is from BNI maybe, um, if you think about the room, make the room small and just think about like the person you're standing in line with, like if you're getting food, you know, don't, don't think about everybody in the room. You don't have to talk to everyone in the room make it smaller. So it's easily, it's more, uh, it's something you can chew, eat more easily. Like, yes, it can be very overwhelming if you've got like 50, 60 people in a room. But if you think about, well, I could talk to the people at, at this table and that's good. So, so you say, if, if only, if the only thing that happens when I, when I leave here is that I have two business cards from this table, then I, that's a win for me. So make yes. it, make it something small. 
don't make it so overwhelming and, and have it, have something in mind that you're there to do. That's really helpful too. Cause then all the other thoughts can, can kind of, um, you can part the way. And my one thing to do here is, and make it small, make it really small. I'm going to get one business card from somebody and I'm not going to, I'm in a, in a way that's more conversational, like in a natural way, I'm not just going to walk up to somebody and ask for the business card, but I'm going to elicit by the way I'm talking, somebody's going to give me their business card. And if that happens, that's a win. And then maybe the next networking meeting and probably the next one you go to, maybe somebody from the last one was, was there and maybe you talk to them and then you can, you can kind of glam onto somebody that you already know. And that makes it easier to transition to the people that you don't know. And the more you go, like more chamber events, the more you attend, there's people who are going to know you. And then it just becomes so easy and easier and easier. But again, like I said earlier with like, you have to be comfortable doing things that you're not real comfortable doing because you're in business. And so you've decided to be in business. That means it's on you. You've got to do some things you don't want to do. Right. Uh, yeah. And then follow up with people is, is a great idea uh, because people forget. They're, they forget. They're, they're meeting people all the time too. So kind of find a good system to follow up with people. Um, and, and you want to try to, if, if you're going to send out mass emails, you want to try and be specific if you can or um, or just if you're just starting out, maybe you don't want to send a, an email to everybody that attended, but but the one person you did talk to, because maybe both your kids play softball or something, you know, reference that and follow up and don't be afraid to ask people. This is another good tip too. Don't be afraid to ask people to meet you one-on-one -on -one after you've, you've been at a networking event. Don't be afraid to ask. It's okay mm -hmm. to ask. The worst they can say is no, but but assume that they want to. It, it's very helpful for your mental health, for your mind. Assume that they would be happy to meet with you. Of course they would. I mean, they've already gone to the networking event, so they're used to that kind of thing. So ask them, would you like to have coffee? Don't be afraid to do that kind of thing, because that's, that's the kind of thing that, that and, and you are, you're endearing. Like, you don't realize that you have something special to offer, but if no one ever sees it because you're too afraid, then they miss out. Yes. Yes. I talked yesterday with our mutual friend, um, Jan Astani. She's so wonderful. Also with the more chamber of commerce and she has a quote that she made up that says, um, change is not a four letter word. Fear is. Mm, yes, yes. And I was like, Ooh, I know I've had to get over some major fears, even as an extrovert. I've had to get over some major fears. Those are fantastic tips. The, I'm like writing some things down over here. Like, what'd she say? Okay, she's most been doing it, this. Yeah, most of it I've I've learned, or I mean, people have told me, or <clears throat> I've I mean, I certainly didn't come into this game knowing a lot, but but I'm. It's just it's so exciting to be a part of a business. I just feel so grateful that. Maybe that's why it's easier because I'm just happy to be able to play the game because not everybody can. You know, there's so many people who don't have the opportunity to work for themselves or to have a business. So I'm playing a game that I love. So um, I want to get get everything I can out of it. Most of the time, you know, I have bad days where I just don't want to do anything. But most of the time I want 
I want to play the game. It's fun. It is. It, it gives us an opportunity to not wait until retirement to join, to enjoy our life. Mm-hmm. What a novel idea. Right. It, that, that's one thing I really enjoy about our family too. You know, if we want to take a trip. Um, so we're just, we're just scheduling our, our away time. Um, it's nice to be able to say, well, I'm just the second week in August. I'm just not going to put anything on that week. And I don't have to ask anybody that's, it's really nice, uh, to, to have that control, um, yeah. benefits to being self-employed, but you have to, like, you have to work, man, you, and you have to just, uh, you gotta just keep trudging along when, when you don't want to. Many yeah. And pull on the women and men in your life as resources, because many, many of them have been there and done that before. Yeah. Well, anything else that you'd like the world to know before we end our lovely episode? Sure. Well, yeah. And one more thing that I didn't talk about is we used our family, um, our, our kids and our um, nieces, nephews. And um, I just want to shout out to all of them who've worked for us. I'm really grateful for, for our kids. And uh, it's, it's been tough for them. You know, there's mistakes that we've made with them. Um, and you just got to be careful when you're hiring family, when they're working for you, you know, you can't, ex- they're not your son when they're on the clock, man. And so you can't put the ex- extra pressures and extra expectations on them just because they're related to you. And it's like mom's so- the basketball coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Man. It's rough. Uh, but, but, um, so right now we have our, one of our sons is working for us in, in the business. And then our daughter sometimes will, um, our niece sometimes will, but, but our older son who actually transitioned over when it was Levi, he was working for Levi and we transitioned over to working for us. You know, I think that's where we made the most kind of mistakes but he's working now for a company that he really loves. And it's really nice to see him like embrace his employer. He he's having a great time and he's really happy. And I see that he has pride in his employer. So I'm, I'm more aware of like, Oh yeah, we just probably had some things that we could have done differently there. Um, so you have to, and you have to be humble about, you have to know when you mess up and try and be better or, or you yeah. won't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you've got to be humble it's all a lesson learned right yeah I'm really grateful that we had such great uh family members and other employees to help us through this whole entire uh these eight years and for my husband especially well shout out to Faith Ann's family her husband and brother who sold her the business and all the kids and cousins and nieces and nephews that have helped along the way eight years later and window cleaning plus is doing pretty fine I'd say yeah so tell the guests where they can find you and window cleaning plus if they want to find and do business with you okay so our website is uh window cleaning plus okc.com and then our Facebook page is window cleaning plus okc it's the same for our Facebook and our uh, website. All right. You heard it right here, folks. Faith Ann Basor with Window Cleaning Plus OKC. You can find her there online at windowcleaningplusokc.com or on Facebook slash windowcleaningplusokc. 
Window Cleaning Plus OKC. Thank you so much for being our guest, Faith Ann. You're fantastic. And thank you for being a queen that leads. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Is that a kitty cat trying to take the stage? Please. No! (laughs) I do that all the time.